In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We heard a beautiful prophecy from the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, which was the first reading. And the prophet Isaiah says that there will be a virgin who will conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. God is with us. That's what Emmanuel means. And as I've been praying this week about this beautiful feast of Christmas and kind of what Jesus wants of us this Christmas, I've been asking the Lord, you know, what do you want to say? What do you want to reveal to your people? And I think the very truth that the Lord wants to speak to every single one of us tonight on this Christmas feast is that Jesus simply just wants to be with us. Jesus desires to be with us. That's why we celebrate this feast. That's the whole point of our faith. That God so badly desires, desperately desires to be with us. That's why he was born. This is why Jesus was born, was to be with us. And as Catholics, we're so blessed as Catholics that Jesus is with us in the most powerful way, in the Eucharist. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. That he is with us in the Eucharist. And there are so many things within Christmas that point towards the Eucharist. The very first one we heard in the Gospel, right? That Jesus was born where? In Bethlehem. He was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem in Hebrew means house of bread. House of bread. Now when we come to church, we look at the altar, and every church you go into, you're going to see a gold box, right? Which is right there, the tabernacle with a light next to it. The tabernacle is the house of bread. The tabernacle is Bethlehem. The tabernacle is a place where Jesus is kept, just like Bethlehem. And then what's even more beautiful is, when Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph place him in a manger. Now a manger, if you look at our manger, a manger is a feeding box. It was a box that the animals would feed from, would eat from. And so what the Lord is trying to tell us in Scripture is when Jesus is placed in this manger, in this feeding box, the Lord is trying to say, I want to feed you. Jesus is our food. Jesus is the one who desires to feed us. And as Chaldeans, right, we're going to eat a lot, you know. There's going to be a lot of food. My favorites are Puzi and Kashke, right? I'm a boater, for real. (laughs) And so we have just this beautiful feast, especially in our culture, where we come together with all this awesome food. You're all going to go home tonight, right, and eat some amazing food. You're going to be in a food coma until next week. (laughs) But the greatest gift, the food that fills us the most, is the Eucharist. Jesus in the Eucharist. He's the one that's going to fill us. He's the one that's going to give us all of our desires, all of our wants. And we need the Eucharist today more than ever. Think about how many of us in this church, even in this church, feel isolated, abandoned, rejected, depressed, lonely. 
We feel these things. Even if we're close to Christ or we're away from Christ, it's very easy to feel these things, to feel lonely, to feel abandoned, to feel alone. And what's hard is in these moments where we feel this way, it's very easy to turn to things that are not of Christ. One of those things could be alcohol. One of those things could be marijuana. One of those things could be websites that we visit that don't allow us to really receive the Lord. I really believe in signs, right? And we should believe in signs. The first reading was so clear about that. The Lord told Ahaz, ask a sign from the Lord. He told him that. He said, ask the Lord for a sign. So this week I was driving, and this happens sometimes, right? There's, there's sometimes where I'm driving, and maybe some of us have experienced this, where there's a car in front of you, and that license plate is literally a sign from God. So I was driving this week, and the license plate in front of me, what it looked like it said was Hebrews 12. Hebrews is a book in the Bible. 12 is the chapter. So right away, I searched it. I don't know if I was driving or not. Don't, you know, cut me if I was using my phone while driving. (laughs) But Hebrews 12, I looked it up, and the very first verse that came up was this, from Hebrews 12. This is what St. Paul says. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. St. Paul says, cast off sin. Cast off sin that clings so closely to us. And let us run the race. He's talking about the race towards heaven. The race towards the kingdom. In our lives, we run many races as Chaldeans. The race to be the greatest, the race to be the richest, the race to be the most powerful, the race to have the greatest name in our community, and we are missing out on the greatest race. The most important race is our journey towards heaven. And my brothers and sisters, that's the only race that matters. That's the only victory that matters in this world. Not our bank accounts, not our names, not who we are or who we make ourselves out to be to everybody else. It's Jesus, Jesus Christ. And that is why the Eucharist is the greatest gift. I love our Mass because in our Mass we have so many beautiful prayers. And one of the prayers in our Mass, the Church Fathers, our Chaldean Church Fathers, they call the Eucharist the medicine of life. The Eucharist is the medicine of life. We try so hard in our lives to self-medicate our pain with things that are not God. When I'm hurt, when I'm lonely, I can turn to so many things that are not of Christ. But Jesus is the greatest physician. Jesus is the greatest healer. And the Eucharist is the best medicine. When I was in middle school, I uh, was thinking about what high school to go to. So I went to St. Regis in St. Hugo, which is not far from here. And we were deciding, my parents were deciding where to send us. They sent my older brother to St. Mary's. 
But all of my friends were going to Brother Rice. And so I really wanted to go to Brother Rice because all of my friends were going there. I wanted to be with my friends in high school. But you know how it is with Chaldeans, you know? If you send one kid to school, the other one you get a discount. So I went to St. Mary's, okay? <laughs> Al-Asas was because, you know, my mom thought it was a better education. No, it was for the discount. <laughs> and I was actually pretty upset that my mom sent me to that school because I walked into the school. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have these friends that I had built up all these years. And I had to meet all of these new people. But there was a lesson that God was trying to teach me by going to St. Mary's. And it was simply this, that my entire life needed to be for him. That I could have the best friends in the world. I could have the best degree in the world. I could have the best grades in the world. But that would mean nothing if I didn't have Jesus. And he taught me that at St. Mary's because... At St. Mary's, if you know this, there is an adoration chapel. And I found this adoration chapel there just one day at school, searching, searching. I'm a nosy Chaldean. I'm your typical Chaldean. And I was just looking around in the school, and I went into their chapel, and I found in the very back of the chapel, they had all of these little rooms, and one of the rooms was an adoration chapel where Jesus was exposed every single day. And so what I started to do when I was at St. Mary's is every single day during lunch, I would go and sit with Jesus for maybe five or ten minutes. I'd pray with the khaltus that were there too. But it changed my life. And I would not be a priest today if the Lord didn't send me there, if the Lord didn't show me that. And I saw the beauty and the power of the Eucharist. The reason I'm a priest is because of the Eucharist. Because I know in my heart that the greatest gift that God has given us is His birth. But then after His birth, Jesus works so hard. He ministers to the people and then He gives us the greatest gift. His body, His blood on the cross. And then He reminds us that He's going to be with us forever. Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew, Come to me all you who are weary and heavy burdened. If you are tired, if this year has been a year filled with burdens, Jesus wants you to know that he's with you. That he wants you. That he desires you. St. Therese says, St. Therese of the Little Flower, don't you realize that Jesus is in the tabernacle expressly for you? Don't you realize that Jesus is there for you? And St. Therese says, His heart burns with desire to come to you. My brothers and sisters, if we don't know Jesus in the Eucharist, then we are missing out big time. We're missing out on so many graces, on so many gifts that God just wants to shower us with, that God just wants to give us, and we're not going to Him. We're not taking advantage of His grace. And so my message and the message of the Lord to all of you is Jesus wants to be with you. He desires so badly to be with you. He wants to give Himself to you, my brothers and sisters. And we are blessed as Catholics to have that gift of the Eucharist. We're going to receive Him today in this Mass. 
Sometimes people come forward to receive the Eucharist, and I honestly wonder if they're even Catholic. Do we even know what we are receiving? This isn't just another piece of bread that you dip in Tahan and Silan. This is Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, truly present to us. When he says in the Last Supper, do this in memory of me, he's not kidding. He's not joking. He gives us this beautiful gift because he wants to be with us and he wants to be in us. And so as we receive him today, and as we walk out of this church, let's not forget who we are receiving. And every single Sunday, the Lord wants us here to receive him so that he can be with us again. Amen.